entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode something or other. Uh, I can't remember what episode it is. Layton? And it's Tuesday, March 1st, 2020. It's episode 396. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do we have like a whole stacked a, a stack, do we have a stacked episode? We um, don't have a stacked episode for 396, but wait until 400 rolls around. You might be surprised. We might be too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, boy. As you can tell, uh, Ruben's not here today, and we again are out to prove that <sighs> Ruben doesn't really matter in this podcast. <laughs> uh, so There you go. Yep. Uh, did we get any feedback this you week? Know, I'm not sure. Um I'll but check. Surprisingly, the, I, I want to share an interesting tidbit about how we're recording this episode. We're actually recording directly to my phone, mm-hmm. straight out of the mixer, and we're hoping that the quality is pretty good. It should be good, um, but we're yeah, we're hoping that it's um, better than uh, what we were expecting it to be. So then we'll be sh- able to share that straight to Ruben, and even possibly have a transcript. But we probably <gasps> won't share that. A transcript. Uh, so I'm on I'm on uh, business suite, and uh, they're saying that Meta Business Suite is suggesting that we make a post for Mardi Gras. Oh. <laughs> Shoot! Oh, I forgot about Mardi Gras this yeah. year. Oops. Usually a big deal for me. Um. In fact, it's such a big deal that I barely know what it is. Yeah. And what 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 is this, Layton? I don't I don't know. What are you looking at? <clears throat> Did somebody sure. share a picture with us about something? No, somebody shared a a song on YouTube. Ooh, a song on YouTube. I don't I don't know if what this song is. Well, we haven't pre-listened to it, so we don't feel comfortable sharing it. Yeah, uh, live on the podcast. But uh, we'll take a listen to that, and and maybe if we remember, get around to it next week for sure. <sighs> uh, but that's that's the only thing that we got. Okay, no feedback. I, I, che- I checked Business Suite, and there was virtually no feedback. Fans, we need more feedback. Come on, fans. Yeah, come on. Um, <sighs> do, did you have any stories that you wanted to share? You I had know, one thing that I wanted to you, talk about. No, I don't actually. Okay. Um, besides, oh, I'll share just a little bit of an update about my our life at home. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got some, um, let's see, at the beginning of this winter, um, I noticed that the the kitchen and the bathroom in our house was just kind of exceptionally cold, like all the time. <sighs> That's no good. And when you were sitting on the toilet, there's like a breeze. I wondered. Drifting up from the corner of the room. And I was just like, there is some cold air coming in here from somewhere. And so I was like, Maybe I shared this already. I oh. am going to get an insulation guy to come out and fix this. Oh, nice! Because I looked down kind of underneath because you can you know access the crawl space from the from the um, basement. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked down in there and I was just like, uh, "I'm not going in there. Not my wheel horse. Like I don't. I can go in there, but I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm I'm just not an insulation guy. Jeff, Jeff, it's a crawl space. It's a space where you're supposed to crawl. I mean, it's oh, not it's enough. not a wheel horse. 
Wheel horse is a tractor. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's a wheelhouse, isn't it? It is. <laughs> but it's <laughs> neither of those things are your wheel. It wasn't a wheelhouse either. It was a crawl space. It was a crawl space. So, but I, I get what you're saying. You hit a limit. At some point, you just get the sense that I'm, I'm in over my head. Yeah. Um, on and, certain projects, and just like, just like I know, I know that there's like when it comes to insulating, especially around foundations mm-hmm. and roofs, like you can't just do it however you want because there are ways to improperly insulate stuff. Yeah, and but, I'm sure I've done that the the improper way. Uh huh. Like like in a roof, I know in an attic, if you push insulation right up against the roof, yeah, that's and don't exactly. Allow, for breathing, yeah, it causes issues. Really? Because I did that exact thing. Yeah, you're supposed to put like this stuff in that like leaves um, air vent. passageways up through there. Yeah, I didn't. Because what happens, I think, on a roof, it shrivels away. Is is that it traps so much heat when the sun shines on the roof? Uh huh. Right at that spot that it can like ruin or damage your shingles or whatever. I don't know what all the ramifications are. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Ken Miller could uh, elaborate on that. Oh, for sure. He's our he's our uh, go to handyman. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, but anyways, <laughs> I do remember helping somebody put insulation in their house who did know what they were doing mm-hmm. in the attic, and they put like this. Um, it was like a piece of styrofoam similar t- in construction to a uh, egg carton. Okay. That we got like tacked up against the roof before the insulation was put in. Yeah, 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 and it's kind of uh, it's like has flanges on each side. Yeah, and and then it comes down at an angle, and then it's just straight across. Well, it looks like yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, looks like a giant tray, a giant more or less a trough, a really like flimsy that. trough. Yeah. So, anyways, so I knew that there was bad ways to do insulation, and I was like, ah, oh, just it's not. This is not something I'm up for. Mm-hmm. And so I called out an insulation guy. Um. And I was like, hey, uh, I need you to... Was it Momper? No, it wasn't. It was Koala Insulation. Never heard of her. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so he came out and he like poked around in the crawl crawl space. And then he's like, well, this is just a dirt floor and there's no insulation on the dirt. (laughs) And, And you're trying to heat... He said, you're trying to heat the dirt... And it's not possible because the heat just gets sucked into the ground. I know it sounds weird, I know. but, but then I did some more research and like, he was right. He's actually right. Uh, and, and there's this procedure called encapsulation that you do in crawl spaces that actually insulates and, and separates the air in the crawl space from the ground. Uh, but anyways, and, and then he like looks over on the wall of my crawl space uh-huh. and he's like, um, your foundation really needs some help. <laughs> and so I looked over there and I was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> was it like crumbling? And so let's, let's give you a little bit of a layout of our basement. So okay. our, we have a full basement under the house. So our house was built in two sections. The first section was built in 1904. Okay. And it had a full basement. Okay. Um, the second section was the addition of a kitchen 
indoor bathroom and garage. Okay. And those were built in the, I don't know when, maybe the 40s or something. Um, and then there was a small addition onto the kitchen at some point as well. Uh. But, so the main house has a full basement. The kitchen, underneath the kitchen, is like this um, thing that was, we think it was intended to hold either coal or some kind of uh, like oil fuel tank for the heater. Okay. And so you can step into this small room off of the main basement, and it's just like a normal height room. And then immediately the, the walls of this room is maybe, I don't know, five feet wide and eight feet deep. And the walls are kind of sloped. Okay. And then they go, the walls, the wall on one side goes all the way up to the floor. And the wall on the far side is like the exterior of the house goes all the way up to the floor or the, the frame of the house. <clears throat> but the wall, as you walk into the room, the wall on your left only goes up about four or five feet. And four then. Feet. And then it's dirt. Okay. Like for the rest of the house that was added on. Interesting. So there's like a there's like an access to a crawl space in the basement. Gotcha. Okay? Well, as you look into that crawl space, on the left hand side where the uh, foundation wall only goes up four of feet the di- of the addition. Uh huh. So our basement ceiling's pretty low. There's maybe two or three feet of foundation exposed here. Okay. <clears throat> and on the part that was added on, that there's a section of foundation. That is adjacent or is in between the garage that held up the garage walls uh-huh. and the kitchen bathroom, <clears throat> which may have been added at a separate time as well. I don't know. Either way, so the foundation wall there, it's made of block, and it's only like three blocks high. Mm-hmm. Not very high, but this dirt, um, as you're standing in the middle of this like four-foot-high wall, the dirt kind of slopes up towards the edges of where the foundation is all the way around. Mm-hmm. And on the left-hand side, the dirt was like crumbled down. Oh, boy. To the point where it was exposing the bottom side of the foundation, and the foundation was beginning to fall down into the hole. Oh, And so it was like boy. cracking apart and stuff, which I th- we looked at it and we're like, yeah, it's been like this for a while. Uh-huh. It wasn't a very long section of wall that had was caving in. But it was um, still... But it was still there, and you could see that the boards had sagged just a little bit. The wall had sagged a little bit, but it didn't look like it was moving. Uh-huh. But it definitely needed to be fixed. <clears throat> so, anyways. So, this past week, I got somebody out to fix that. Um, and so, yeah, they were fixing all that last week, and... In the process, they did a good job. In, in the process, I actually got them to encapsulate the crawl space, and they lined basically lined the dirt with a thick layer of plastic. Oh, okay. That just um, prevents the cold air or for the air from contacting the dirt and getting moisture up into the air mm-hmm. and es- heat escaping into the ground. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it actually works. Sweet. It's like significantly warmer. So now you there. can you can comfortably sit on the toilet and not feel like a an overly cold draft. Yeah. It's still like cooler in the basement and there's obviously some air gap somewhere. Yes. Because there is an air exchange going on, but it's not nearly as drastic as it was. Wow. So, and then in the process of that, they also um, 
went around, so my basement had no floor drain in it, or my basement had no drain for the foundation. And so um, there was at least one point, maybe more than once, there was water in the basement, just a little bit. And so we decided to put um, a drain tile around the perimeter of the basement walls as well, <clears throat> at least where it was exposed, where it was exposed to the outside. Um, but you did have a sump pump, yeah? No. 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 So how did water get out? It didn't. It just kind of sat in we there until a, it, it evaporated. Yeah, we, we had a um, we have a gray water sump pump, but the okay. only thing that – that was like an above-ground sump pit, and the only thing going into it was the washer. Um, yeah. Interesting. And so the actual, like, water – any water in the basement couldn't go anywhere. Mm. Um, plus, it could come up from underneath the floor if there was a lot of water. So anyways, we got that all drained or, or yeah, put drainage put in there. And so now I have to put my house back in order and there is just a layer of dust everywhere. It's just, it's, 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 it's everywhere. Like in the basement, everything is just covered in dust. Um, From all the work that they did. Yeah. Repairing that wall, the yep. foundation. And then upstairs, there's just like a thin film of dust and everything. It's just kind of nasty. Annoying. So, and then also in the process, they broke one of my basement windows. So we need to uh, replace that window as well. Are they going to pay for that? Yeah, they're going to pay for it. Oh, wow. But I just don't have. Hey, does your basement have an egress? No. And I would put one in, but not there. Okay. If it would, if they have broken the other, the other window, window, you would have. I would put an egress in, but. If you're putting a new window in anyway. Yeah, it's just in a really bad spot that you wouldn't want to egress anyway. If you're, if you're putting a window in anyway, maybe you should take this opportunity to put in an egress. And then, yeah. you're, then you're good. I don't know. I don't know that I'm required to by code necessarily unless I was like remodeling the basement. I know but, you're not required even, to by even code. Even if I were to put an egress window in, I mm-hmm. still wouldn't put it in there. I would replace the other window with an egress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because this one is, it's like in the corner. It's like kind of on top of the washer, and just it's not a, it's not a practical place at all. Anyways, well, they give you an opportunity to climb. Yeah. Also, I do not consider myself an expert window installer, and so oh no, I would never try to install my own windows. Yeah, I'm never. I'm just no. I'm just gonna get some. Plus, it's it was broken by somebody. They're paying for it, so I'll have them. Fix it as well, Get or pay quotes. for the pay for the full repair. I bet, I bet Ken Miller more. could. He probably could, and then that company could pay him. Yeah, my dad could do it. He's, he did all our windows at wow. his house, but I'm just like, it's kind of a weird spot. It has to be a custom window, and I just don't want to mess with it. I just know that inevitably I would try to replace my own windows, and I'd end up with a whole bunch of like air gaps and things oh yeah i didn't cut sure. things right and, yeah or it's just a little bit crooked or like water draining in or something yeah it's right at ground level it's just inevitable yeah Ugh. i agree well man so anyways, it sounds that's like my story sounds like you've been a busy bee yeah getting, get doing being a professional homeowner yep <sighs> maintenance and things man actually i need to get someone out to look at my roof Whenever it snows a lot, and then the and then the snow starts to starts to melt, mm-hmm. my roof leaks in mm. one spot. 
But only when the snow starts to melt. If it rains, then it doesn't. We've never had an issue with lots of rain. So it must have to do something with like the water Ice sitting. Melting. Do you know where it's coming in specifically? No. Uh, <sighs> I tried going up onto the roof and it's. I thought maybe it was right at a seam where, yeah. where the one gable meets the old part of the, the original house. Mm-hmm. And so I filled that in with some kind of roof sealer. Mm-hmm. It did nothing. Went through two tubes. Two tubes of roof sealer. Yeah. Well, it's probably like a 10 foot long. Hmm. Does your house have a metal roof on it? No. Well, the one part, yes, does. Oh, but the rest of it doesn't. So, well, like the part, the, 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 the what I was talking about where the new roof meets the old roof, the new roof is is metal. <clears throat> it's actually standing seam. Oh, nice. No. It's not nice, but anyways. <laughs> well, you're supposed to use standing seam. No, it's not standing seam. Oh. It's 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 steel fastener. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's like what you should use on a shop yeah, well, barn Yeah, my thing. house has that too. Oh. I just, I just heard that, no, you should only, if you're going to do metal, it has to be standing seam for re- for, a, for a house. And it's, you only use you only use steel fastener on a on a shop that you don't care about. Uh, sure. And it's like standing seam is significantly more expensive. Yeah. It looks a little bit nicer, but it doesn't look that different. It doesn't look that much better in my opinion, but it definitely has much fewer potentials for leaks. Yeah. It's got some better curb appeal. Anyways, so uh my dad uh, he, this happened just today while I was at work. We have a, uh, a family, um, text group mm. and, uh, he posted on there on the family text group. Um, let me read it. Uh, he said, Ben, I don't know who Ben is, but he said, Ben tapped our maple trees yesterday. I did see uh, some some maple sap buckets sitting out there. Yeah, and this is the first time that the maple tree, the maple trees at mom and dad's place, have ever been tapped. Mm-hmm. And he said overnight, the one tree gave close to seven gallons of sap. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, they're pretty big trees. Yeah, I thought about that. We should. Sample some unprocessed maple sap. You want to just drink sap? I want to taste it to see if it tastes remotely like maple syrup. Oh, but it's so sticky, Jeff. I, Is it? Well, yeah. If you get that on your hands, it's it's just like it's just like pine tree sap, isn't it? I think if it's you, more watery. I don't know. Really, I've never even felt it. Like like other tree sap isn't pine sap is something else entirely compared to other tree sap in in really i i think it's like way more watery i've never <laughs> i've never even but anyways we'll uh, leave that for another day yeah um so we got seven almost seven gallons from the one tree and then something he showed something else that just amazed me look at that that's a telephone pole it's tapped the, there's a telephone pole that's tapped. Yeah, a, po- a power line pole. Yeah. Yeah. He said, we even got close to a gallon and a half out of the utility pole. 
What, what's the purpose uh, of tapping a utility pole? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it, it makes me a little bit like, mm, is it safe to drink that? No, I wouldn't drink that. That's treated nasty. They're going to just pour that in with the other sap. Ah, no, maybe, I'm pretty sure telephone poles are treated wood. I, I think kind. it's like tar. I think they use tar. Do they? On the bottom part of it when they yeah, stick it in. Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's a naturally weather-resistant wood. <sighs> it looks so stupid. It looks so dumb. It it's, like, <laughs> it's just like right next to the power meter, and it just... Are you tapping for electricity? Exactly. Uh, one of the... Um, Dad said... Um, Hey, guys, try this syrup. It's shockingly good. Oh, shockingly good. He said, when when Nipsco finds out, they will put a stop to it. (laughs) (laughs) They they need to have a a sap meter to see how much sap you pulled from the grid. Oh, my. I wonder if that water is coming from the ground. It almost has to be. It's getting, like, sucked up in the wood. Oh. Huh. So weird. So weird. I yeah. I just didn't know it was a thing. You're like, you're tapping into dead sap. Yeah, sap that's been also, in there for years. Also, so maple maple trees give sweet sap, but are there other trees that you can make syrup out of? I'm sure, like pine trees. They, those definitely have sap. Yeah, I wouldn't want to drink it though. It tastes. It smells. I, it smells fresh. Like it's been associated, pine smell is like been associated with freshness, so it smells fresh. But I don't think I would want to taste it because it would taste like soap. There might not be as much much sugar. Hold on. Yeah. Can you tap pine trees? I I would just be like, uh, let's try some. Uh, Oh, this is interesting. Let's try some oak syrup, you know? Yeah. Oak syrup. According to the Googles, pines can be tapped, but the sap is not used for syrup, but instead glue and turpentine. Oh. So they do tap. They do they do use it. So it would it would be it wouldn't be like eating soap, it would be like eating glue. Yes. And everybody knows that glue is edible. Oh, for sure. Except for super glue. Don't eat that. <laughs> that's very interesting. Well Yeah. That's that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, well, I think that's all that we have for today. Thanks guys for listening. Uh we will be back with Ruben and Possibly Nicholas again next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, We were going to have Nicholas on. So I'm not sure. I heard that Nicholas was going to be a regular while Theodore is off gallivanting. Uh, And then I guess I was kind of expecting him to be here today, but he's not. So, Well, he said that he would, but I never got with him. Ah, gotcha. Well, anyways, in that case, Leighton, what's the point? The point is, Jeff... Nipsco doesn't want you tapping their utility poles. Point number two, don't drink the sap of a pine tree. You're drinking glue. And point number three, 
we just found out that we don't need Ruben near as much as what we thought. That's right. And what's our word of the week? Oh, word of the week is sap.